between my legs, between my legs, go. The squirrel was like running between the legs and then try and flip the squirrel. Somatic sexologist Morgan Penn is back with Hayley Sproul for a new season of Sex.Life. So more and more little pets started appearing and some horses for the pony play. Sex.Life, a new episode every Wednesday. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Wild Secrets. ACC's Daily Agenda podcast, powered by Musashi. Good morning. It is Tuesday, the 22nd of August. My name is Manaya Stewart. This is the Daily Agenda, powered by Musashi. And it is my great pleasure and privilege to welcome back ACC webmaster Joe Jury, fresh off loosening his belt for this podcast. Are you feeling ready to go, Joe? Got so many hot takes, I needed to <laughs> loosen myself up to let it fly. All right, let's get straight into it then. What do you make of your former coach linking up with the Wallabies? Who's that? Steve Hansen. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? Shit, what are you up to? <laughs> oh, that hurts a little bit, to be fair. Um, oh, yeah, I'm actually gobsmacked. Yeah, gobsmacked is Dane Coles when he was asked uh, over in England what he made of the fact that Par Bear Steve Shag Hansen is going to be joined Eddie Jones in the Australian Wallabies camp for the week leading up to their uh, final primer for the World Cup. Uh, Joe Jury, first of all, your thoughts on this when you saw this come through last night? Money, money, money. Money. Like, he doesn't coach New Zealand anymore. No. He won a World Cup. Sure. He can do whatever he wants. Absolutely he can. Does this taint his uh, reputation, though, do you think? Uh, I don't think so. It's professional sport. Sure. You're allowed, um, I mean, does it taint my reputation when I go and work at um, ZM? After building the ACC Empire, prob- yes, guess, probably. Yes, quite yeah, considerably, yeah. yeah. It does, actually. Did it taint Quade Cooper's uh, reputation when he decided to turn out for the Wallabies instead of the All Blacks? Yes, it did, and we still yeah. boo him to this day. Yeah, so I think that we definitely do. I, you're right, though. It's a weird one that we, you know, in a professional era, where we're shitty about that, but James Lowe can turn out for Ireland, and we're kind of okay with that. What's the um, What's the Irish guy that's coaching the All Blacks now? What's his name? Joe Schmidt? Joe Schmidt. He's a yeah. Kiwi. But, like, he coached... He coached Aussie, yeah. Yeah. That's right. And um, Tony Brown and Jamie Joseph up there in Japan. Yep, happy to take them back, aren't we? That's right. We actually didn't... We didn't kick up a stink when Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown were coaching Japan. Why not? Because they're not a... Because they're not a, a threat to us. It's not it Australia, I think, is the, yeah. is the issue. And you just got that smiling little troll man just going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is fantastic. Keep going. Keep going, boys. Yeah. Worst, worst press conference ever. I wonder if he had that in the back pocket when he was doing that, going... All you blokes are going to look so <laughs> fucking stupid come Monday. So the official story is, well, at least according to Par Beer, Steve Hansen, uh, he's saying that he's over there just for the week. He's there in an observational role. He's just there to feed back to Eddie Jones about what he thinks uh, is going on in their camp, what they could fix, uh, presumably what... Everything? Presumably everything. The the weird part is he's also called Fozzie to tell Fozzie, hey... Um, I'm going to tell you everything that's going on in the Wallabies camp. He, that's what he said to him. So he's going to be transparent from that um, perspective. But then he also said, I'm not going to give them any of the All Black secrets. But the All Black secrets are Steve Hansen's secrets. Mm. So any observation he gives is going to inherently be an All Black's perspective on what the Wallabies are doing. Fozzie has not changed anything no. since <laughs> Steve Hansen uh, stepped down. So, I mean, what a good time for Razor to come in. Can we just get rid of Fozzie now? And put Razor on because Steve Hansen doesn't uh, know his Razor's plan. That's a very good point. But I also kind of think it's it's 
it's to the point now where there's no secret that we could tell them. Like, unless he goes in there and goes, the secret is Richie Moong is mean at rugby mm. and you guys don't have one. Will Jordan's pretty good. Will Jordan's excellent. Um, have you guys seen Geordie Barrett play rugby union football? Excellent. Have you heard of Artie Savia? Everything is on video these days. I'm sure that um, those blokes that used to run that punishing TV show, what was it, Rugby 24, 1047 or something? Oh, 1014. Yeah, I'm sure they've got every kind of um, video analysis on yeah. the blokes anyway, so what does it matter? Um, what are the public saying though, Joe? You are the webmaster. I'm sure there's been some backlash on Soshmed. This was so good. So this broke last night, so we put a story up and um, the first response to it was up the wires, <laughs> which is pretty good. Uh, then it just it goes classic New Zealand um, social media uh, tall poppy syndrome. Bloody yeah. hell, stuff this guy. My thoughts exactly: tear up his knighthood and burn his passport. Judas. Uh, the Jeez. only thing the only thing I can think of is he's there as a double agent, which is kind of what what you he were saying. Kind of said, yeah. Uh, that's a bit shit. No <laughs> problems if he was helping out someone, some of the other tier two nations. I think of Australia as a tier two nation now. Yeah, true. Treasonous, uh, traitor, uh, and it just kind of goes on. Turncoat. From that, yes. I, uh, New Zealand, I can't, this this cuts me deep and I'm sure it will cut you deep as well. Can't trust a crusader, no loyalty down there about the dollar. Oh, shit. So that's turned into, thing. and the, the final one that I want to share is, well, his nickname is Shag and he was good at saying flush it down the dunny and move on when he was the All Blacks coach, so he might give Eddie some tips in the wrong direction just when you think Eddie can't get any worse. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I neither do I. He's going to try shagging? I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting that Dane Coles definitely uh, had not heard the news when they interviewed him just then. Yeah, that's By the way, he goes, yeah? Hey, <laughs> He couldn't believe it. Um, I don't really know what to read into this, and like I said, I don't really give a shit that it, you know it's Australia, so who cares? It's not going to help them. Their team sucks. Yeah, um, that's right. I think he's just what he's doing. Eddie Jones is just taking every opportunity he can to troll the shit out of New Zealand. One hundred percent, and it's working too because he has really poked the bear on that one. The par bear. Uh, Israel Folau has missed the cut for the Tongan Rugby World Cup team that was named uh, overnight New Zealand time. Um, unfortunately for him, but Tonga does include five former All Blacks, Malakai Fikitoa, a.k.a. the Mars Bar, uh, Charlie Piatau, who I think at one point, maybe a couple of years ago, was the most highly paid rugby union player in the world, uh, Augustine Pulu, uh, Vaya Fafita, and George Moala. So it's getting to the point now, I think, where rugby union is becoming a little bit like rugby league in that in rugby league, you now have, because we saw the Four Nations uh, announced earlier this year, and Samoa and Tonga are essentially New Z uh, Australia B and Australia C. Mm -hmm. Tonga now is becoming a little bit of a NZB or a NZC. And if you are one of these uh, dual nationality eligible players and you miss out on the All Blacks, why not go to a World Cup for Tonga? Exactly. Five former All Blacks, that's a, that's a strong team for Tonga. Whatever happened to Fafita? Because he played, when he played for the All Blacks, what? It was a while ago now. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty fucking awesome. He was excellent. And I think he just sort of overlapped with a few other, you know, sort of loose forwards that... Did he get, um, uh, like, Artie Severe market correction? Yes, yeah, yeah that's, right. that's right. So he's one of those... And there's a long list of All Blacks as well that in any other era would have played a million tests for the All Blacks. I mean, when Dan Carter was at our number 10, 
how many number 10s had to go overseas and would have played for almost any other international team, but because DC had a stranglehold on that 10 jersey. All of them still played for the Crusaders, though. <laughs> yeah, they, did. they had about four first flight, um, first five. So the World Cup, there's been more parity this year, I think, than in any other year that I can remember, at least. We definitely don't know who's going to win. It seems like there's about five teams that could. And I like that there's teams now like Tonga that are going to be, you know, they're, not, they're going to upset some teams. I mean, it's probably not even an upset with a team as stacked as, as they've got. Solomon Kata is playing for them as well, um, former Warrior. Mm. And um, it just looks like an excellent, excellent team. For a nation that only had about, I don't know, what are there, 300,000 people in Tonga? And they're going to... Uh, field five former All Blacks. It's 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 incredible. So I'm just looking up the polls. So Tonga uh, mm-hmm. and they're in a poll with South Africa, Ireland, Scotland. Ooh. So they could um, they could upset Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe even Ireland. And who knows with South Africa? Um, I'd love to see Tonga or New Zealand B uh, beat <laughs> the absolute shit out of South Africa. Yeah, that'd be good for us. Yeah, it would be absolutely excellent. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. I'm. I'm starting to get a little bit fizzed about this Rugby World Cup. Um, so unfortunately, I've had to withdraw from my next fight in Sydney, Australia, UFC 293. Um, I suffered a concussion over the weekend at training. Yeah, Kai Cutter France got KO'd at training over the weekend, and that puts an end to the stacked Sydney card, UFC 293, where we're going to have six Kiwis fighting on the same card. I don't know if that's ever happened. The most I can think of is that one where Conor McGregor said, we're not here to take part, we're here to take over, and there were about 15 different Irishmen on that card. <laughs> I can't remember the names of any of them other than Conor McGregor, so I don't know if they did take over. Um, but if you look at the card now, Israel Adesanya, he's fighting Sean Strickland, who... I don't, have you, do you know much about this Sean Strickland character? He sounds like an office worker. <laughs> he's not. He's... Um, I think he... Oh, I don't know. It's hard to describe him. He's a real right-wing, Trump-thumping sort of individual from the back blocks of America. Who was the guy that said he was the only true African? Drickus Duplessis. So oh, that right. was who uh, Israel Adesanya was supposed to fight, but he pulled out because of an injury. And so Israel Adesanya has been calling him Drickus Duplessis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sean Strickland's taken the, the fight. Sean Strickland, go and watch a few of his interviews. He's an absolute nut job. And I, I th- the thing is... There's so many of these guys in MMA that are just completely nuts, but you've got to think about the mind of a bloke who's willing to fight people in his undies in front of millions of people for a job. Like, they're not going to be just sweet in the rest of their, you know, life. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy just um, pushing pencils and uh, behind a desk. Yeah, that's right. I love working sitting down. It's the best. Um, so, yeah, so Izzy's going to be fighting. That's going to be the headline. Carlos Olberg is going to be fighting as well. Big um, friend of this podcast. Yeah, well, dear friend of mine. Um, obviously, same, same sponsor as me. A lot of people uh, confuse me for him, mm-hmm. uh, mainly when I have my shirt off. So Carlos Olberg's going to be fighting Dawoon Jung. I'm definitely pronouncing that incorrectly. Put all your money on Carlos as well. <laughs> Put the house on it. And at featherweight, Shane Young, also from Auckland. He's going to be fighting Gabriel Miranda, um, who fights in the male division. Uh, well to wait Blood Diamond One of the greatest names in MMA yep. Blood Diamond's tremendous name uh, He's going to be fighting Charles Redke uh, Justin Tuffer is a heavyweight from New Zealand But I think he fights out of Australia He's going to be fighting Austin Lane A couple more Aussies Tai Tuivasa is going to be fighting uh, As well as Tyson Pedro So that should be huge UFC 293 over there in Sydney so- Sorry 
I was Go just going to say, so yeah, Izzy's the, he's the title fight. Yes. But that Volkov fight should be pretty good as well, right? Yeah, anytime Bam Bam Tui Vasa steps into a ring, it's exciting. He's always um, he's slamming shoeys after the fights. Uh, he's sort of got a bit of Mark Hunt about him. You know, he's just a big brawler. He doesn't really have too much of a style, you know, like he's not, he's not a kung fu master or anything. He's just a bar scrap. It's a bar fighter. Like, I read Mark Hunt's book, and, you know, when they introduce the fighters, and they're like, this man is a Muay Thai kickboxer by way of Auckland, New Zealand. He always wanted the ring announcer to say a South Auckland scrapper. <laughs> and <laughs> this they, guy is a fucking sick cunt. <laughs> but he genuinely would go to, because, they, you know, they make you fill out the card and, and send it off to Bruce Buffer to explain who you are. He would write South Auckland scrapper, and they'd be like, nah, you can't put that. So they'd be like, here's a kickboxer from... Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, all right, we have been asking for you to send through any audio, film, footage, anywhere that you can slip in up the waz into your uh, daily life. And we've got one from the end of a podcast. Now, this is the New Zealand Property Podcast, available where all reputable podcasts are sold. Uh, and they, it was about a 45-minute episode, and this is right at the end of it. Just leaving to say, uh, thanks so much for listening. My name is Nick. He's Calvin. You've been listening to the New Zealand Property Market Podcast. Up the wires. <laughs> I think with the Property Podcast is is getting on board. Yeah, it's, geez, that sounded pretty dry balls, but thank God they've <laughs> added that on the end. Um, great work by those fellas. Um, we got a DM from a uh, reputable uh, NRL uh Media outlet. Media outlet um, who said, jumping on a plane tomorrow, I'm going to up the wires the shit out of it. Yes, yeah, so, because the, the matewa when you get off the plane, mm. hit them back with the up the wires. Uh, so if you can, I mean, if you've got a podcast, which, you know, God, everyone, every man and his dog seems to have a podcast at the moment. Not me, though. Um, jam it in there. If you're officiating anything, jam it in there. If you've got a presentation to give, maybe at work, maybe sign off with up the wires. We've got a heap of um, DWZ black flaps to send out as well. So send them in uh, and we'll share them um, and uh, get the wires going for the weekend. Brilliant. All right. Well, that will do us for a Tuesday edition of the Daily Agenda. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday. I'll have a half-baked sports idea for you and a whole lot more to digest from the sporting world. Uh, so we'll have, see you then. One thing. Yes. Has anyone seen G-Lane on the slopes oh. of Cadrona? I don't think he's doing a lot of skiing. I think he's just pounding piss in the captain's hut. So if you can, if you can uh, pap any photos or uh, make him do some uh, one buffs. Yep, he knows the rules. Yep. Yep. So send them through. All right, we're starting the hunt. Where is G-Lane? Get in touch on Instagram or you can text us 3236. We do check that. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Daily Agenda powered by Musashi, supporting your goals to fuel, recover, shred, or bulk. Up the wires. The ACC's Daily Agenda podcast powered by Musashi. Between Two Beers allows you to tap into the wisdom of some great humans as they tell their stories. So, pour yourself a new potty and make yourself at home with Between Two Beers. Cheers! Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his, you know, people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot. So we sort of crossed in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, whoa, if it was now, you'd be snapping away, like yeah. social media. New episodes every Sunday on iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts.